Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Mavs Corner. This is Kyle, and this is actually the second part of uh, a talk with Falcon, talking with him about how the NBA is coming back, what we think about it, what to expect, kind of thing, what's really exciting about it, and what. And we talk about obviously the Mavericks, the, uh, our favorite six-year Mavericks. Uh, it's not even a close call, so. We talk. We, we go around talking about the uh, NBA and the Mavericks. So I'm gonna have a lot more content coming up because uh, guys, we're we're less than a month now before the NBA kicks back in the gear. So unless something something happens, uh, I mean it's not definitive. Anything could happen, but that's that's the schedule right now. It's less than a month for sure. So. Alright guys, I hope you enjoy the content, and as always, you can follow the podcast on Twitter or Instagram, it's going to be at Mavs Corner. You guys have a good day. Thanks. And welcome back to the Mavs Corner. I'm here with my bud, Falcon. We've been talking about quite a bit of stuff, Uh, some good good, good guessing games, and uh, not sure if he's got any more up his sleeve, but Falcon, uh, if you want to take it away, what else else you got in that, that mixed bag of fun? Absolutely. Uh, so, did you hear that article recently about Luca not being in shape? Yes, yes, I did briefly mention that in the last episode. Just briefly, though, please. Briefly, right? All right. So, uh, just to do you justice, in case there was anything you missed. So, what had happened was his trainer, by the name of Jure Dressclar, do my best to pronounce that. He had come out and said that he's not in the best game shape. Now, what had happened was there was a word, the word game, that was missed in translation. It was unheard and was therefore not translated over to other languages. And so it came out and it sounded like he had said, oh, well, Luca's not in the best shape. Uh, Luca's actually been training by himself at home. And as of the last couple of weeks, he has been training uh, – with this guy, his trainer in person. So he's been putting in tons of effort and he's definitely ready as ready as most uh, athletes are. There's just, as most of us know, there's a difference between being game shape ready and just being physically in shape ready. Right. And so that's what it was. Uh, he's, he's going to be okay. by the, the start of the season, we still have several weeks, right. Uh, where he can still gets some recovery and rest in. So he's going to be okay. My theory for that was, Either his trainer did that on purpose or the reporter did it on purpose. Apparently he, he, it wasn't translated and it just inspired Luca to work even harder. That was my theory. It's a fun theory. I don't perhaps. think it's yeah, really perhaps. true. How can you, you can't prove me that it's wrong. I can't. No, not unless Luca himself said it. And listen, if it was a smokescreen power to him, man, <laughs> you know, if, if people think Luca's is going to be sluggish, when he gets steps out onto the court and he still has a step about him, whew, they're going to get burned. Absolutely. Yeah. Dallas Mavericks, they're all about smoke screens. So maybe they told him like, yeah, make a smoke screen happen. <laughs> well, aside from theories, that is exactly what happened. So in case any of you were wondering, because it, it bothered me myself. I was like, Luca has been dedicated to this sport. You know, he's 21 and this guy is one of the most intense people that I've ever had the, the privilege of watching, you know, the, think about it. When, when we were 16, worrying about like high school homework and chasing girls, this guy's out there winning championships for Spain. It's just not the same world, not the same universe. Right. 
So this guy is a click above the rest and obviously should have been included in that top five under 25 list. Uh, so something else that happened recently about two days ago, Mark Cuban, who has been talking a lot during this, you know, COVID crisis, which is really nice. He's always the voice of reason. Uh, he actually came out and said something about what potentially could happen during these upcoming games. So these upcoming games, what they said they're doing is it's going to be a March Madness style format where what that means is for uh, those of you that don't know, they play these games all day. So pretty much from the moment that we wake up, there are early slot games, there are late slot games, and everything in between. In between each of these games that they play, they're going to have a break where they sanitize each of the, uh, the gymnasiums, right? And there are three of these uh, gyms they're going to be playing at in Orlando, Florida, at Disney World. Something that Mark was talking about while all this was happening, the NBA right now is thinking about letting fan participation to a degree. So we know that the only people that are going to be allowed, aside from all essential personnel, right, for the NBA, we, all, we know that the only people that are allowed to be there are those guys. And so to help fans feel like a part of the experience, they're talking about uh, testing these apps, giving these apps to fans to help make noise that they can then broadcast into the stadium as if they're there themselves. He said, quote, there's technology we'll be experimenting with to try and introduce noise and make the experience more entertaining for both players and viewers. You know, if there's a guy sitting on the bench, obviously he can holler and catcall and say Lord knows what to either his teammate or the opposing team. Without there being a live crowd, we're missing out on that possibility. Well, if this actually follows through the way that Mark says it will, and this isn't set in stone yet. This is still the, something that the NBA is talking about. But if this system was to be set in place, I mean, fans at home, you know, all of a sudden there's a connect. And I would argue that the in, in terms of sports uh, with connecting to their fans, they've always been super progressive um, and, and mindful of what we, the consumer, want. And what do you think about that, Kyle? Oh, man, a lot of things popped up. I, I, so we, to recap, I, I did mention this on the, on the last episode, how uh, they were – testing this apparently there's been some uh nba officials that have tested it already and they say it's going very well so it seems like that's going to have the green light here any time now if it doesn't mm -hmm. already um uh, i guess my concern and a good question to you would be let's just play the hypothetical game and i'm watching you know the mavericks versus i don't know the lakers right sure why not sure. the lakers hate them uh well, it's going to keep me from like hitting the button all the time. Like whenever LeBron has the ball or Anthony Davis, and there's got to be some kind of option that, that like boo, <laughs> boo, or I, I don't know. What if I'm doing it constantly? Is there some, you would think there's some kind of limitation, right? 100%. Yeah. It, there's no way they're going to allow something like this without there being like a safeguard, some, some physical limit in place. I mean, because I, I thought about this too. It was like, you know, there's some nasty fans out there. Now, the definition, not the so much the definition, but, you know, fan is a shorter version of the word fanatic. Fanatic, fanaticism is like craziness. It's, it's pride to the utmost, right? And so there are definitely guys out there, bad sports, sore losers, the whole shebang, you know, like F this, F that, F him, right? They're, they've already had to have thought about this and, and put safeguards in place to where you could either filter that out, right? Or, or, or for the guys that you're talking about that continually and continually just, buzz in or how, however these apps end up working 
to try to disrupt the game as opposed to being a part of it. Because the idea behind all of this is that it's, it's ambient noise. It's supposed to mimic the crowd that is there during a normal game. Now, during a normal game, you're going to have booing and you're going to have uh, the whole nine yards. They want to be able to imitate that. Right, yeah. Uh, but the NBA's goal is to imitate that as much as possible. And so, you know, to your point, there, there's just there has to be something already there that we, the consumer, don't know about. Butthead, loser, shenanigans, you name it. They'll oh, say yeah. anything if they get the chance to. <laughs> <laughs> Did I already say loser? Loser. Yeah. Uh, it's it's interesting. It'd be uh, interesting to watch it unfold. I would not be opposed to interacting it with myself. You know, just seeing what it's like. Not that when I'm watching TV, like, oh, I can hear my my phone, like my my deal. No, but just want to hear how the crowd noise mm-hmm. is, I guess, imitated. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting, man. Uh, they gotta do what they gotta do. It'd be a lot better than playing like in silence basically just hearing the guys call plays or you know be honest with you if there wasn't a crowd noise you'd probably hear the players a lot more and oh you know what i've I've sat courtside multiple times you know something that i've told you about let me tell you there's a lot more talk that goes on (laughs) than what the tvs catch you know every now and then you you, you catch someone you know dropping the f-bomb or whatever uh, just, just being able to leap, lip read, right? But when oh, you're there man. right next to the players, all those guys, they, they just let loose. It's a whole other experience. They're they're talking about, like, that's, baking cupcakes. That's exactly what they're talking about. One, pies, wondering about their right? 401ks. Oh, okay. And... <laughs> good, good. Yeah, I bet that's what they're talking about. I was wondering, but I... I think I've uh, I've sat course. Uh, no, I have not. I haven't mm-hmm. sat course. I've sat pretty close, enough close enough to get some autographs. So I'm, I'm happy for that. That's all I need. But yeah, I I know how to bake cookies and, and cupcakes. I don't need to hear it from those guys. They they don't know any more than me. Yeah, here. My goodness. Okay. Well, I've got one more thing, and this is a little bit more open minded and open questioned. Uh, so if you remember correctly, before the quote unquote break. We are currently sitting seventh in the West, right? We're one and a half games behind Houston and OKC. Uh, OKC being fifth, Houston being sixth. We want to avoid the Clips in the first round at all costs, you know, because they have, I mean, their team is really deep to begin with, uh, but their wings are really good, and we lack good wing defenders, right? The, The caliber to be able to play up to that level, the likes of Kawhi and PG. So, uh, given, assuming the last, eight games goes well. Let's say we split like five and three and can move up or down, depending on what happens with everybody else too. Who do you want to see in the first and who do you absolutely not want to see? Well, I'll tell you who I don't want to see for sure. You've already said it's the Clippers. I don't want to see the Lakers either. I don't want to see any Los Angeles team. Let's just, Put that up front right now. I don't want to see either one of those guys. I think our better chance would be against the Lakers if I had to pick which poison. Um, I'd like to, you know, it'd be fun to watch. Would be, I don't know how it happened, but freaking Mavericks versus Thunder. That'd be a lot of fun. 
or well, I guess more realistically, be Mavericks versus the Rockets. There's a lot of uh, rivalry there. So and I, you're asking me like who I want to see as far as like our best chances of winning. Not necessarily. Like you, as someone that likes to watch basketball, however the standings shake out, your first round matchup, who would you want to see play the Mavericks? Hmm. You can do a you know you can do a serious one too. Like you know if you would prefer to, you know, see a certain team oh. based on the team is made up and set up, but just a casual question. Okay, I do have a question. I don't have it pulled up. I know the Nuggets are up there, like third seed. Who's like the fourth or fifth seed? Absolutely, right. So I said uh, before Before uh, I said that the Thunder were fifth seed, Rockets are sixth, we're sitting at seventh. Our current eighth is the Grizzlies. The Jazz are sitting at four. Ah, the Jazz. Well, yeah, and uh, the Denver Nuggets are the third. I would not be opposed to seeing us play the Jazz because they they lost somebody. It wasn't Gobert or Mitchell. It was like their third guy. I can't remember his name, but just pure like us having a best chance of winning, I think it would be against them. Um, but most fun, I think, for me, it would be it would have to be the Thunder. That would just be a lot of fun to see the Mavericks Thunder go at it. I think it would sure. be a tight series. I think it would go to at least six games. And ultimately, I'd like to see the Mavericks beat them, of course, and just kind of strike closer to home since we are in Oklahoma. I just, I just I'd, I'd like that. Right. Yeah. If um, uh, if I was to answer this question, it would be the same thing. I absolutely want to avoid the LA teams at all costs, regardless of whether or not you like them. Those are the best two teams in our uh, conference, it's really not that debatable. Uh, and, and because we do lack the wing defenders, the Clippers, I think, would be the person, I, the team, the one team I would want to see the least. And, and sitting how we're sitting right now, that would be our first-round match. So not very fun. But, uh, yeah, I would have to agree with you. Um, based on personnel and skill, I would like to see the Jazz professionally in the first round, but just, a, you know, for a fun series, uh, and especially because we live here in Oklahoma City, yeah, that would be a nice – first down first round uh, playoff series as well and especially if we won because then we get to rub it off all of our friends' faces here <laughs> i'm definitely heard too much of it the other way around so it would be nice yes yes that's what we can we can hope right that's we there, can you hope. said our fifth yes the uh, the thunder are fifth i, I mean, mean there's they, a chance they, they there, there is before. a chance yeah so i'll i'll remind everybody of uh you already know the standings. The win-losses are as follows. Uh, the Lakers have 49. Clippers wins. I'm sorry, 49 wins. Uh, Clippers have 44. Nuggets at 43. Jazz at 41. Both the Thunder and the Rockets, aside from us, are at 40. So, I mean, if L.A. doesn't win, that's they're four games, right, from us. I mean, we're, we're, we're more than that. Uh, closer to four, five and a half. But – I mean, that's, that's not if, – if they don't win the way that they're supposed to, it's not a far reach for really anyone from three to seven to make a jump. Yep, I agree. It sounds like we're, there's, like, no chance for us to play the Lakers, which I'm fine with. It'd be more uh, – quite possibly the Clippers. So, hopefully we can get to the sixth or fifth seed and we can play the Nuggets or, like you said, it can be – 
any of those guys in the Nuggets, the Jazz, the Thunder, or the Rockets, any of those guys. Let's, let's mm-hmm. duke it out. One of those teams. I think we've got a decent. We've got a fighting chance with any of those teams, even yeah. the Nuggets. Um, let's not forget we we beat the Nuggets. It was way back in October. Um, I think, mm-hmm. I'm sure we actually we, we played them. That was the last game uh, back in March, and pretty sure we beat them then because uh, Boban went off like no one's business. So, yep. I, let's 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 do it. Anyone but the Clippers, please. Right. Yeah. I I think three through seven as currently constituted are good matchups for us. Yeah, just not one and two. And also just a quick nugget, uh, the Grizzlies are sitting in eighth right now. They have 32 wins, just for anybody out there that was wondering. Yeah, the Mavericks have to lose, like, every game, and the Grizzlies have to win every game for us to yeah. fall to eight. So that, mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. Yeah, the, no. we're, we're going to win at least one. And that's low ball in it, of course, but, you know, statistically speaking. <laughs> We, we we might win two. I don't know two out of eight, two out of eight, right? Yeah, and and you know the biggest takeaway. This is this is obviously a fun conversation, but the biggest takeaway from all of this is we need this experience. Luca needs this experience. These playoffs are built differently than the ones that he was surrounded by and played in overseas. You know this is it's much harder, um, and we've seen what the rest have already allowed other opponents and players to do with him on the court. You know, the, the playoffs, it just gets rougher. It's, it's more hard-nosed basketball, a little bit more old school. It's not as dirty. But, you know, any experience, especially with a squad as young as ours, much necessary, much needed. You said it, man. Uh, this will be huge for Luca. That's really the only thing he's lacking is the experience. And it's not his fault that the Mavericks didn't make it last year. That's that's just fall of time. He, he, he took away Dirk Nowitzki. Uh, the way it took away his legs, and, uh, you know, DeAndre Jordan, all that mess. But uh, the, you're you're you hit right on the head of the nail. This will be excellent for Luca to experience and moving forward. You know, it, man, that would be so great if they made the playoffs, of course, which they should, and win a series, just one. That would that would exceed everyone's expectations because let's we could we could rewind back to our first episode of the season, I would have to guess right now our expectations were make the playoffs. And that was it. I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm going to hold ourselves to that right now. I, I'll, I'll go back, but I'm pretty sure that's what we, what we said. We'd be happy if we just made the playoffs. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. And in fact, I do remember this now. Falcon, correct me if I'm wrong. You had us just outside the playoffs. You had us like a night seed. And you had the Spurs sneaking in. I did. See, and I, I'm not bashing you. I'm just saying, like, making the playoffs is great. Winning a series would be fantastic. But overall, we're going to get the experience for Luca, and uh, he's going to get a little taste of it, and then he's going to be like, you know what? I want all of it next year, and he's going to win it all. And there you go. That's it. There you go. <laughs> we're going to draw Giannis off that championship. We're just going to win more after that. It's, and we're talking about a dynasty in the making here. <laughs> oh, oh. Yes, please. I laugh, but I want it so bad. Let's go. (laughs) Please. (laughs) I need something going for me. No, I'm kidding. I've got things going, but that that would be so cool. Yeah, for sure. And, man, that was the last thing that I had to talk about, unless there's anything that you had in mind. No, not really. You know, the world's kind of been going, uh, not sure, 
there's a good word for it, haywire. It's just, it's just going a little uh, frantic last couple of weeks. Uh, I briefly mentioned it last time. Just everyone stay safe, be cool, be respectful, and everything of that nature. Um, there, there's a lot of hate, you know. I I I I I'm I'm trying to be as careful as I can be because I don't want to say anything to offend anybody, and so I'm just trying to be cool and respectful myself. Just be safe. COVID's still out there. You know, we we mentioned at the very top of the episode. You know, Falcon had a scare, and luckily he's uh, tested negative. Uh, failed your exam, bro. Um, <laughs> that no, I, I think that's it. Uh, any last thoughts before I close it out? No. Uh, aside from. You know, it's it's a weird time. 2020, we, none of us were prepared for it. Count your blessings, you know. Just be grateful for what you have and what you don't. And I can tell you right now, I'm very grateful to be able to do this with you, my best friend, and, and have people that also care as much about, you know, the Mavericks as us listen in and, and be a part of this experience. So you're you're right this this I, I mentioned that last time, too. This is this has been very fun to do. It's it's been almost a year since we've started the podcast. It's crazy. It's it's been almost a year. We're talking two more months. Boom, we're there. Uh, it's been a privilege. It's been an honor. Uh, had something else I wanted to say. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. You mentioned the this this is a different world we're living in. You know, it's it's just like they said in that that movie called Aladdin. You know, a whole new world. <laughs> you just gotta look at things lightly. You know, kind of like that. Just the best way for me to think of it is just Disney's movies and just goofy stuff. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us. As always, appreciate you listening to the, to the podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. That's going to be at Mavs Corner. Send us any comments, questions, anything of the sort. We'd be more than happy to respond to you. Uh, Falcon, always a pleasure to have you on. We could, we could we could go on for a lot longer, uh, and just and, and by that I mean just Mavericks talk, you know NBA Mavericks related, but we can go even longer just talking about anything. But oh, yes. really appreciate you coming on anytime, every time, and hope you stay safe as well, brother. Uh, always an honor, my friend. All right, guys, you guys take care. <laughs>